First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long fucking time, and I've been working on it for a while. Hello, podcasters. I'm your girl, Alexia DeStefano, and this is I Don't Care the Podcast. Just realized we're pretty zoomed in. Well, let's... We're going to stick like that then, camera angle-wise. How are you guys doing? Last week was Halloween, and now I am mourning the loss of October. But welcoming in November and the soon-to-be Christmas spirit. I know Mariah Carey is already ready. What did she say? It's time, but in a whistle note, it's not quite time for me yet, but I did get some Christmas shopping done, so that's a plus. It's not like full-blown spirit or anything. It's just like, oh, this is on sale. Let me get it for me, one for me, one for you type situation. Um... So that's as far into Christmas as it is for me, and I don't care quite yet. But today, we are going to do a full-blown episode of advice centered around goals. Because I'm a motherfucking goal setter. I love goals. I love to write goals. I love to try to obtain my goals. And I think about my goals constantly. Now, I am no goal expert. I am no goal connoisseur. I am no expert, period, in anything, really. So, what I'm going to say today is not because, like, I'm a professional. And it's not because I know what's best. And it's not for any other reason than, hey... I like to set goals. I like to try to stick with my goals. I know a thing or two. So, like, let, let's see what I know and see if it can be compatible with you. We're going to do our listen bitch affirmation, of course. But we are also going to do some other goals. Oops. I'm trying. Luna, give me a second, everyone. Okay, we're back. I just wanted to readjust the camera angle and the way it looked because I'm picky about that. So yeah, today we're going to talk about goals and and what that means for me, what that looks like for me, blah, blah, blah. We'll get into that in a moment's time. But first, we're going to do our Listen Bitch Affirmation sensultation motivation i'm tired i'm tired today even though today is daylight savings day so technically we all got an extra hour of sleep i still woke up well i woke up at 8 30 which yesterday would have been 9 30 which is my regular time so i didn't get extra sleep I got a good amount of sleep, and I'm happy about it, but I'm not full of energy and life this morning, 
right now. I mean, it's 12.15. I had crepes for breakfast, which were delicioso, made by me mama. She makes the best crepes. But, yeah, my energy levels aren't at a 10. Not quite yet. My iron pill haven't, they haven't kicked in yet. Um, but we're still going to podcast. We're still going to have a good time. We're going to be all jolly and happy because we're going to talk about goals. But let's do our listen bitch affirmation listen bitch blur out your ideas or hold them back and see what what doesn't happen okay let me say it again because i messed it up listen bitch blur out your ideas or hold them back and see what doesn't happen Mm. Mm -mm -mm. okay this means a lot this means a lot. And this is going to get into sort of what we're going to talk about a little bit too later with our goals. But it also comes down to the law of attraction. The things that you say, the things that you blurt out, it doesn't need to be to somebody else. But it should be out loud in general, out loud to the universe, out loud to whoever you believe in religiously or it it can be to another person if you want it to be or it can just be to yourself whatever but say it out loud don't hold it in because when you say something out loud you are almost committing to it more than when you just keep it inside and it could be an idea it can be a goal which we're going to focus on later like I keep saying or it can be something um, different. I don't know. But if it is an idea, say in it, it's an idea of a short film that you want to create. Say it's about two dogs finding love. If you keep that idea within your own self, first of all, if you tell it to someone else, someone that you trust and know won't steal your idea and will only enhance what you have, then they can give you feedback and advice on... You okay? Coco! Ma! Ugh, be right back. Something fell and broke upstairs. I need to make sure my mom's not dead. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Layback Living is a furniture store that has been providing customers with high quality and stylish furniture for years. They offer a wide selection of furniture for every room in the house, from the living room to the bedroom to the dining room and more. At Layback Living, customers can find furniture that not only looks great, but is comfortable and functional. At Layback Living, quality is their top priority. They only source furniture from trusted manufacturers and personally select each item to ensure that it meets their high standards. Their knowledgeable staff is always available to assist customers in finding the perfect furniture pieces to fit their unique style and needs. With their exceptional customer service and commitment to quality, Layback Living is the perfect destination for anyone in search of beautiful and functional furniture. Be sure to check out their website at laybacklivinghome.com 
or check out their location in Richmond, B.C. And be sure to use code I don't care for 10% off your purchase. Hey everyone. <laughs> Crisis averted. Um, I run upstairs after I get off, after I said I'll be right back. And uh, my mom goes, if I died, none of you come up to check on me. And I said, you didn't hear me screaming? No. I thought you were in your room. I was like, well, I was screaming. I was even calling for Coco to see. So <laughs> when she's listening back, she can hear me calling for her and then going to check on her. Luna, I'm podcasting. You can't be making silly sounds. Um, what had happened was she was in the, wa- the, in the main washroom and somehow in her bedroom, a big vase just fell and broke. So that's what made a big sound and broke and I just cleaned it up for her. So mm. that was weird. But everything is fine. She's fine. I'm fine. Luna's fine. Everything's fine. Let's go back to the listen bitch. Because I know for you it was just a a few seconds ago. But for me it was like five minutes ago. So blurt out your ideas or hold them back and see what doesn't happen. I think it's just also... I know I was saying an example. Yeah. Oh, the, the short film thing. Yeah, you bring in a friend that you trust and you tell them your idea And they can either be like, hey, that's a great idea. You could even like expand it by doing this. Or they can be like, because with HeWat, I do it all the time. I'm like, hey, like, let's riff off my ideas and see if anything is good. And I'll say something and she goes, you know, that's so good. I think I've seen that a hundred times before. And I'm like, okay, got it. Not this one. Or she'll be like, mm, that one's just not good. I'm like, got it, not this one. Or she'll be like, I mean, yeah, like that one could work. And I'm like, okay, so this one's like fine. Um, until like we find the thing that works the best. Um, so that's like one way of blurting out your idea. Your other thing could be like, I'm going to start a podcast. Like everyone in the world. Great. Now that you've said it out loud, you've made it a mission for yourself and maybe because you've said it out loud to yourself or to other people or just in the universe whatever even your phone is fucking listening your phone is going to start sending you things on how you can start your own podcast maybe you're going to notice that other people are talking about their own podcast or just like the universe will be like giving you signs yep it's time to start your podcast and all of a sudden you're like so in that world that you start one Where if you keep your ideas, your opinions, your thoughts, your desires, your dreams, your goals, all of these things inside for no one, including your own ears to hear, you're almost limiting yourself or putting yourself in a box. If you say, hey, universe, we're going to make a fucking podcast happen. Now you and the universe are working together to make a podcast happen. But if you don't say it out loud, if you don't affirm it out loud, if you don't hear it, 
it's just another thought that might even get lost. So it's very, very important to blurt out your ideas. Again, it doesn't need to be to other people, but it just is the principle of out loud. Um, I am watching my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dog, Luna, scratch the hell out of her ear. Aren't you, Luna? You're scratching your ear. It was a couple weeks ago that I noticed she really started to like itch her ear. And so I wrote it down on a piece of paper because I knew that we would be taking Luna to the vet soon for her one like her yearly checkup shot appointment. So I write it down on the list along with a couple other things that I wanted checked out. And it felt like a mom win. Now, unfortunately for Luna, she's got a very, very, very minor ear infection. She'll be fine. Uh, she's taking her eardrops and she will be a-okay. But it felt like a mom win because I was the only one who noticed that she started to like itch her ears a little bit. And uh, it felt good to be right that. I knew some shit was up with her ears. I'm like, Luna never, ever itches her ears. And here she is, especially the right one. She's itching it. And long behold, she has a little ear infection. There's also a possibility that she's scratching both of them because of allergies. And one thing about Lunetta Mia is that she gets allergies. Don't you, Luna? She's itching the other ear right now. So, other than your little ear infection and possible allergies, you're totally healthy. You're healthy, healthy, healthy as can be. You eat good food. You get bacon. You go on walks. We go to the dog park. We meet with your friends Archer and Hudson and Coco sometimes. We do all of those things, don't we? Oh, don't look at me like... Like you want to go for a walk right now. Let me take. Let me show you guys what she looks like when I do that. Luna don't look at me like you want to go for a walk. Right now. Because we don't go for a walk. To go to the park. We don't do that right now. No. <laughs> You're so fucking cute. Okay. For the people watching on YouTube, I will put that video up beside my face so you can watch her little face for a second. Um, yeah, so that is our listen bitch affirmation and a little Luna update. I remember I used to give Luna updates a lot, but there's not been as many things to update on. She's good. She's happy and she's healthy. And if you can hear her squeaking her little toy, she's playful and currently playing with her squeaky toy. My mom washed it, so I feel like she needs that, like to get her scent back on it and put her dominance back into the toy. So she's, she's at work. Like, it might look like she's playing, but she's like, bitch, I'm a boss. I'm a, you know, <laughs> don't look at me like that. I know I'm exposing your secrets. I'm exposing all Luna's secrets. 
Okay, let's just get straight into goals. I, I thought it would be interesting to read the exact definition of a goal because it's not often that we we know what all these words mean, but it's not often that we actually like read the definition of what words mean. And sometimes they can shock us. Okay. The objective. Okay, I'm already wrong. I already read it wrong. Okay, let's do it again. The object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. Going to law school has become the most important goal in his life. Aim, objective, object, grail. These are thesaurus words. Holy grail. Okay. And target. Oh, I see. There, this is giving us two different, the both definitions, both the scoring a goal and having a goal. So target. Well, your goal is to score a goal in sports. Your goal is to win. To win, you need to score a goal. <laughs> Look at me using sports as an analogy. And I feel like that is a good analogy because like, it really does break down the structure of a goal. You want to win the Super Bowl in football. That is your big goal. What smaller goals are you going to do to help you achieve that big goal? Because we all have goals, right? My goal, my big goal in life is, well, the biggest goal in my life is to be happy. What falls under that? Well, my career. What do I want for my career? I want to be a successful actress. That's another big goal. So now I'm going to focus on that. How can I become a successful actress? How can I, Alexia, do it? Because it's different for you and it's different for everyone else. But how can I do it? In my life, what does that look like? Okay. Well, I need an agent. Well, I need schooling because I don't know how to get an agent. And I don't know how to even do auditions. And I don't know how to do anything. Okay. First things first, we know what we want to do. First step, get some education. Okay, we've got the education now. Now we need an agent. Okay, we have an agent now. We did that step. Now what? Okay, well, we want to continue doing classes and stuff. Ah, now that's where I'm currently at. Because all these things, all these smaller goals, going to school, you can't do anything. No, okay, this goes against what I'm saying. You can't do, you can't be a lawyer without school. You can't be a doctor without schooling. You can't be many things without schooling. You can also be many things without schooling. Um, for me, I didn't need the schooling but personally, I did. Like, nobody needs the schooling to be an actress. But if you are so completely green and you don't 
know anything about the industry like I didn't. I didn't know a damn thing about the industry. I needed schooling because I didn't know anything. If you are someone who started in the industry when you were young and you um, are pretty already well aware of how things work, what the business side of things are, how auditions work, how this and that works, then you probably don't need it. But I needed it. And I got it. Thank God I did. Something that I think every casting director, every director, producer, um, actor, teacher, coach, whatever, would all probably say every actor needs forever in their career, maybe no matter how famous you are, is coaching, is training on the skill of acting. So for me, when I went to school, it was for improv, audition work, scene study, like um, script analysis, character analysis, building a character, um, all of that. What did I say? Oh, voice classes, voice acting, and the business side of things. That was the most boring class, but hands down one of the most important classes because without the business knowledge, you don't know how to get an agent. You don't know what things you need to get an agent. You don't know what an agent even is. Now, I knew I knew what an agent was and I knew that they took a percentage of your paycheck and that you should never pay an agent. They always take a percent out of it, out of your your um, paycheck that they've got you. Um, so I knew that, but I didn't know much. Um, and so I learned a lot in the class. And then on top of it, I had the acting training, which I really needed because I was so fresh. And I never really had training like that before. And voice acting I'd never done before didn't even know it was something that I was into or you want to jump up okay jump 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 she's scared of the mic jump good girl we've got Lunetta to come sit with us oh my little baby my little baby it's okay it's okay. The mic isn't going to hurt you. I promise. No, no, no. It's okay. She's terrified of the mic. Okay. You put your head in the corner. It's okay. The mic is not going to hurt you. You can sniff it. You lick. Thank you for the kisses. I'm sure they heard that. You relax. <laughs> I'm just mothering here. I'm mothering my dog because she's scared of the microphone. She can't relax because she's scared of the microphone. It's okay. There you go. The mic is not going to hurt either one of us, I promise, okay? Let me just move my hand. It's okay. So, yeah. I, my big goal is I know I want to be an actress. But you need to set small goals to get to your big goal. Because if you have your goal of, I want to be in the Super Bowl... 
great. That's genuinely fantastic. I believe you can do it. And where so many people immediately judge people with big dreams is, okay, bitch, you want to go to the Super Bowl? Yes, so do I. Right? That's what they do. Like, so does every footballer. They want to go to the Super Bowl. Every actress wants to be successful. Yeah. Okay. And what about it? Just because I'm telling you what my big goal is doesn't mean that I don't have obtainable smaller goals to get me there. You want to go to a penthouse? How the fuck are you going to get to the penthouse without the elevator or stairs? Right? The goal is the penthouse. You can't get to the penthouse without going up the stairs or elevator. You can't get to your goal without doing the work and doing the smaller goals to get you to your big dream. Unless, of course, you're a Nepo baby, then fuck you. Because you just you, ha- you were born and able to do whatever you want. Lucky you. Most of us aren't that fortunate. Oh, so if you're a Nepo baby... I'd love to have you on the podcast. I know I said fuck you, but like in a joking kind of way. Um, So let's talk about, great, we all have big goals. And now we know we need smaller goals to get to the big goals. Fantastic. What if your goal already is small? Uh, For example, it could be working out three times a week that is not a life i mean it is life-changing but it's not um a crazy obscure goal but it's difficult still because it takes perseverance self self restraint and strength convincing you got to convince yourself. So even though it's a smaller goal, yeah, than being in the Super Bowl, it's still easy to not obtain because you didn't prepare for it properly or because you're not in the proper place to do the goal. So if your goal is something smaller, The best thing is to then really plan it out. Okay, I want to go to the gym three times a week. What days of the week do you want to go? What time do you want to go? What shoes are going to be your gym shoes? Are you going alone? Are you going with someone else? If you are going with someone else, make sure that they are completely on the same page as you. Because if they say, oh, I'm not going to come this day... Are you still going to have the strength to go by yourself? Or are you going to be like, ah, they're not going, so I won't go. And if it's three times a week, are you at a point where you are ready to jump into the three times a week? Or should you do it one day a week? Once you've completely successfully gone to the gym one day a week, then you add in the second day. Once you've successfully added in the second day, then you add the third day. And you keep going like that. Because if you add three days a week, but you continuously miss one day a week, 
you're still going twice a week, but you're not obtaining the goal that you put in place for yourself. So if you do it more in the smaller baby steps, once you get to that third day and you do it successfully without missing it, then it feels more rewarding because you've achieved your goal to the fullest extent that you wanted to. And then that's the other thing. Once you have gotten the three days a week consistently, is your goal to continue going to the gym three times a week? Because now, okay, I've gone to the gym three times a week. For how long? How long is this going to be? Is it two months, six six months, a year, two years? Because if you don't set that, that end point, then it's easy to fall out of it as well. Now, if you're like, I want to go to the gym for the rest of my life, Okay, great. Do three times a week for a year maybe. And once you've done that, then then you could add a fourth day for another year. And maybe then you can add a fifth day. Or maybe you keep it consistent. Once you've hit that one year point, you say, okay, now I want to do three days at the gym for another year. You have to keep having those, those goal setting kind of um, days there to keep you consistent. Now, for me, a goal that I'm trying to obtain is going to more classes um, for acting. Even I, I'm, I'm. This is me putting my idea out into the world. But I am also planning to start doing some stand-up comedy classes. Why, you might ask? Well, because I want to work on being funny. It's not something I've got in my back pocket, and I want it in my back pocket. I want someone to be like, Alexia, tell a joke, and I'm able to tell a joke. I want to be making people laugh. It's important to me. It's something I want to do. It's also extremely out of my comfort zone. Like, even the idea of doing a stand-up comedy show is insane to me. But I, I think, like, if I can do a stand-up comedy show successfully and I can make people laugh at my jokes that I wrote, then I feel like I can do anything. Because to me, stand-up comedy is, like, the epitome of hard. That's hard. And scary. Because if you tell a joke that's supposed to land and it is crickets... Uh, where do you go from there? Like, that's that's embarrassing. That's mortifying. Ugh. So, um, that's what I want to do is stand-up comedy classes. It also would help with acting because I feel like it would help the sort of improv of the comedy genre. I can improv drama... I can improv, like, the genre drama. I can improv dark, no problem. But comedy, I cannot improv. Now, there are improv classes for comedy specifically, but I want to do stand-up first, and then I want to do improv for comedy. And maybe vice versa would be more helpful, but for me, I, I really want to try stand-up comedy. That's been on my bucket list my goal list for a while. 
and I'm someone who constantly thinks about my goals. I'm constantly rewriting my goals just so I can have them fresh on my mind. And they don't tend to leave my mind. When I have something that I know I want to do because I know it will be better for my big goal, it stays on my mind and it starts to bother me when I'm not doing it because I'm like, well, you want the big goal, but what are you doing to get to the big goal? And I start nagging myself because of it. Now, if that's healthy, I don't know, but it works for me sometimes. Mm. So, I would advise that. Have your goal. No matter big, no matter small, break it down. How are you going to obtain it? How are you going to pay for it? What are the days, the times, for how long, for how short? There are questions you should answer about your goal so you know it. So you have it in mind. It's not for anyone else, but it's for you and the planning of your goal. Now we're going to Google the best ways to obtain a goal and just see like, what aligns with what I said. The best ways to obtain a short-term goal. Let's do it that way. Short-term goal. Let's see what it says. Seven simple steps to goal setting. Um, okay, no, don't tell me what is goal setting. Just tell me how to, what are the seven steps? No, I don't want to know the types of goals. I just want to know the seven steps. Why are the like why are fucking websites like this? Like learn the seven ways. Well tell me where the fuck are the seven ways? Okay. Figure out your goal. The first step of an action actionable goal setting process is figuring out what you want to achieve, why you want to achieve it, and when you want to achieve it. If you're unsure when to start, use your company's comprehensive mission statement as a base. This way, you can work on setting goals for employees and teams based on... Okay, bitch, when did I say that this was for business? But I don't disagree with what it's saying. Even though it is relating to business, we're going to put that to the side. Figure out what is your goal. What do you want to achieve? If it is working out three days a week, wonderful. But why do you want to work out three times a week? Is it to lose weight? Is it to get toned? Is it to this or that? Like, find out why you want to achieve your goal. And a mission statement, everything comes back to a mission statement. I love it. A mission statement is super important for everyone to have, whether it is with your own business or within your own self. A mission statement is is something that you live by. It's a statement that you live by for me mine is live selfishly it doesn't need to make sense to other people it needs to make sense for you i know mine does not make sense live selfishly it's gonna sound one sort of way to you and that's fine the way you think it sounds is not the way it means to me it's just like the best pairing of words for myself so with me, with mine, live selfishly. And pairing it with my goal of becoming a successful actress, 
that means that for me, I have to make the best decisions for me. It doesn't mean I'm putting other people down while doing it. It doesn't mean that I'm inconsiderate of other people. It just means at the end of the day, the decisions I have to make for my career have to be for me. If that means I can't, I need to be out at night to do some classes and I'm unable to solely take care of my dog, then that means that I have to designate someone else to help take care of my dog. If that means that I need to, I don't know, it it can mean whatever. But that's what they're saying step number one is. Step number two, write your goals down. Once you've settled on your goals, the second step involves writing these down, putting pen to paper and writing out your goals, um, cementing them as tangibly as possible, improves clarity and gives you time to reflect on why you chose them. When putting your goals into writing, it's essential to take notes of your language. Avoid using perhaps, may, or might, as these can affect how attainable you perceive these goals to be. Oh, I love this. In my journal, when I was writing down my goals um, a couple weeks ago, the first couple that I wrote is, I wish I could do this. And then I stopped myself from writing it that way. And I said, I will do this. Because when you use language like I wish, I hope, um, maybe, I might, it doesn't tell you, first of all, that you believe in yourself. It says like, oh, you know, like I wish I can do this. But a goal is you believe you can do it and you need this, you need to put in the work to make it happen. So instead of, I hope to do stand-up comedy, I wish to do stand-up comedy, you change the language. I will do stand-up comedy. It might not seem like a big difference, but mentally it really is. When you read something, I wish to love myself. That means that you don't and that you don't believe you can. I will love myself means that you know you will get there. It will happen. Maybe not right now, but it will happen. You never see me say, I wish to be a successful actress. I will be a successful actress. My goal is to become a successful actress. I know I will get there. It's just a matter of when. And I'd rather it be sooner sooner than later, universe. But the way you talk about your goals and the way you write them down is really really important so writing down your goals as well is like blurting it out loud it's confirming it i will do this say it out loud write it down do it even when you write it down it could be i will do my goal blah 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 it could even be in the form of a vision board This is my goal. And the vision board could be ways that you are going to obtain the goal. Okay. You want to lose weight. 
in the middle of your vision board will be, I will lose 10 pounds. And then around the sentence can be different workout routines, pictures of the gym, pictures of you in your car going to the gym. Like it could, you could make a vision board that is beside your bedroom every day or on your desk at work to constantly remind you that that is what you are working towards. I have one right beside my bed to constantly remind me of what my goals in life are and what my future can look like. A vision board is not to just look at it and visualize the future that you could have, that you want. No, don't vomit on me. Don't vomit on me. Don't vomit on me. Don't vomit on me. Hey guys, um, I need to take another break. Luna vomited everywhere. Um, this is an eventful episode. Unfortunately for me, I have a big phobia of vomit. And um, it's going to take me a really long time to um, deal with this. So I'm going to pause again. I realize right now there's no audio, so... I mean, there's no video, so just, I'm just gonna, just, um, BRB. Vomit has been cleaned. She vomited more after that. She had to take a medicine, a deworming pill this morning. I'm thinking this is a reaction from that because she's not one to vomit. She does here and there, but this, this was a lot. Okay. I don't remember what the fuck I said last. So we're just going to move on to step number three. Consider how how you will measure your goals. After solidifying your goals in writing, the third step of the goal setting process is to figure out how you'll measure um, goal process. Achieving your... I'm out of breath, guys. It was a lot of work. Achieving your goals requires you to know precisely what success looks like, and most of the time, this requires a quantifiable approach. Yeah, so this kind of is like what I'm saying, like, how will you measure your goal? What is the time frames? What is the thing that you are, you want to keep her until I finish? Nobody trusts her. Nobody wants her. I'll keep her then. She's mine. Um, yeah. How will you measure your goals? What is the? What does it mean to you? What is your goal actually about? Dot, dot, dot. Okay. Step number four. Prepare for potential obstacles. You must be prepared to encounter challenges when working to achieve your goals. As challenges can come in many forms. Example, knowledge, people, skills, or context. You need to take a bird's eye view and consider all grounds when anticipating goal-setting obstacles. Once you've pinpointed possible hurdles, dig, dig deeper into their root causes. Thinking of these beforehand can help you address and tackle goal-setting issues before they emerge resulting in more confidence throughout the goal setting process. I don't do that. You'll never see me do that. It's not that preparing for obstacles is bad because it's not. 
it's just how in the fucking world can you think of all the obstacles or many of the obstacles that can come your way? Because you just can't. I think if you want to do the approach of prepare for the worst, first of all, I'm all about the law of attraction, as we know. I think, hey, Luna, we're going to leave the paper towel roll. (laughs) When you talk about the negative too much, you attract the negative. So I think a good kind of safe middle ground is to instead of think of everything that could go wrong, you think if something goes wrong, whatever it might be, what are some ways I could go about that? Whether it be um, going back to like this more smaller goal, which is going to the gym three times a week. If you run into obstacles where you have to possibly miss a day or even maybe a week, how are you going to overcome that? How are you going to come back from it? What are your steps for the future going to be? I, th- I don't think you need to be so... I mean, you want to write down your goal. You want to have like a time frame of it and really understand your goal. But you don't need to like be so technical with it and so fully thought out. That is a little too intense for me personally. Some people might love that. It's not my thing. Step five, map out a timeline. The fifth step of goal setting is to create a timeline for your goals. This timeline should clearly outline the tasks, milestones, and deadlines you need to tick off to achieve your goals. Hey, Luna, no eat. A visual timeline of everything you need to accomplish can help you create realistic expectations. Hey, I said no eat, and that is why. Sorry, I'm like mothering and podcasting at the same time. Ugh, the life. A visual timeline of everything you need to accomplish can help you create realistic expectations for achieving your goals while making the more significant goal seem more desi- digestible. Sorry. Yes, so it, it kind of, this is exactly what I said. You need to have your goals, um, timelines of your goals, Now, you don't need to, I'm not obsessed with the whole five-year, 10-year, three-year, 20-year type goals. I do write them down just like in 10 years, this is what I would like my life to look like. But I'm not so gung-ho on this has to happen by year 30 or I'm going to give up or if this doesn't happen by age 25, I failed at life. Like I'm not like that. I'm just like, generally, it would be really nice if in three to five years, I have moved to California. Um, It is my 10-year goal to, like, by the time I'm 30, I really desperately want to be settled in California. But it would be really great if I could get there within the next three to five years. And within, like, the next year and a half, I would love to go to California either on my own or with my friend who would possibly move there with me to like look at California in a different lens. But I'm not out here saying like, if I don't go to California in the next three years and I'm going to give up my dreams and it's not going to happen for me. It's just, you need to be able to adapt, which goes back to what the last thing was. And 
you need to be okay with maybe your timeline isn't going to go exactly how you want it, but what would be a general timeline you'd like? Because you need to also prepare yourself for for those obstacles that can come and delay things. It You're creating a plan. You're not... It, it's a... It's a rough draft, a blueprint. It's not this is how things have to go 100%. It's not going to happen that way. I need to take something away from my dog. Oh, the editing on this is going to be a disaster. I didn't realize everything would go wrong in this last couple bit. Okay, step number six, create a plan. After establishing your goal-setting timeline, you need a plan for approaching these goals. With a plan in place, you become aware of what you need to accomplish, the goals you've set out for yourself or your business. You can start creating a plan by first emphasizing the daily habits you must get into to gain momentum. After this, pan out the week pan out to weekly, monthly, and quarterly steps you need to take to overcome obstacles and successfully realize your goals. Yeah, create a plan. Again, not a plan that can't be changed or adapted or... I mean, you ch- you change in life. In 10 years, the goals that you have for yourself... I'm 20 now. At 30, maybe I don't want to move to California anymore. Or maybe I did when I was 25. And by the time I'm 30, I'm like, yeah, I did five years here. Like, I'm ready to go back. And, you know, you never know. You need to be willing for things to change as well. But even when things do change, like you still might have that over that big goal. Things can change and adapt in your life, but doesn't mean that you have to get rid of that big goal you have. It just means that you need to reassess your plan. Step seven, monitor progress consistently. A study by blah, blah, blah revealed that tracking your process increases the likelihood of obtaining your goals with companies or yourself that track progress hitting their goals almost twice as much as companies that don't. As such, you need to ingrain weekly or monthly goal process reviews into your goal setting progress process. Sorry, Doing so can help you obtain. Um, can help you remain organized and focused while allowing you to reflect on your goal. Yeah, see, this is too much for me, too. I'm not trying to have, like, weekly or monthly process reviews on how I'm doing with my goals. Like, you can totally be someone who's like, I need those to stay on track. For me, personally, I don't want that. I don't want to, like, okay, what did I do this month to see how I've worked on my goals? Because I just like feel it intuition wise. I'm like, okay, you're either on the right path or you're not on the right path. And for me, my goals are ever evolving, always changing, but for the greater good of wanting to become a successful actress, working towards becoming a successful actress and becoming the happiest version of me I can be. So as long as you know what your real goals are and what your sub goals are then you should be able to stay on track if you can't stay on track if you're someone who struggles with that then that's really when 
you know, monthly progress reports on yourself are important. Having maybe more of a concrete plan that still leaves room for problems and obstacles in place is better for you. Um, Having everything written down, creating those vision boards, like that is what I like to do. I like to write things down and I like to create vision boards and um yeah like for me when i'm not doing any of my goals i feel it i know it i feel the difference if you are someone who doesn't feel that way then you really 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 want to have checklists and um maybe even reminders on your phone and calendars everything written on there and um you want other people in on your plan so they can help encourage you to continue with it and blah, blah, blah. Like you really, if you're someone who you know you have a hard time sticking with your goals, maybe you're really good at the beginning, but then you fall through, then you need those timelines. Then you need the help. Then you need the extra planning and the reviews and all of that. But if you're like me and you're like, no, like I trust myself and I know that I can do it great now I'm not saying like oh my god I'm really good at keeping with my goals like some of them I'm really good at and some of them I'm shit at so the ones that I'm shit at I should be doing these things to become good at it but the ones that are I feel like the ones that aren't as important I let myself fall through and the ones that I know are super important I I sustain But realistically, like everything is equally as important to get me to the big goal. So I should be treating every goal the same. All the sub goals are there to help bring you to the big goal. It's the elevator. Remember, we're not getting to the penthouse without going up. The sub goals gets you to the big goal. You need to do it all. It's a process and it's a lot of work. But goal setting is fun. And I'm a motherfucking ghost at all. Okay, I feel like this episode has to be done. Because I don't know what else could get interrupted or happen. There's going to be an earthquake or something if I don't end this podcast and get going with my life. So, thank you guys so much for listening or watching on YouTube. Click all the buttons. Follow, subscribe, like, comment, share, blah, blah, blah. Do all the things for me because I put in a lot of work. Thank you so much. Have a great week and bye.